0: Hello and welcome to the uh, post-match reaction to the Houston Sabercats versus Seattle Seawolves. Seattle have, so far, had had one of the strongest scrums in this tournament. They got a bunch of penalty tries through it earlier in the the season. They tried it again tonight to a certain degree and Houston's scrum held up well, forcing Seattle to kick the corner rather than actually take scrums. It was interesting to see that dynamic and change in the tactics that, that, that were forced by Houston's play.
1: Well, I mean, they had to give, they had to give Ali Khaleesi a little time off and, and meet you a little time off, give them a rest to begin with. They've been working, their workload has been, uh, just tremendous going into this season. And so they needed a break in the first half and they got it. And Kellen Gordon, uh, you know, he's a strong guy, he really is, but he's had lower back problems in the past and his, Flexibility in his hips are are obvious. If you look at the scrumps, he's never able to get his thighs within 120 degrees of his hips. So, I mean, if you're not able to get it within, a, he was barely able to get it within 130 degrees. So if you're not able to get it within 120, you're never going to get any any kind of push from a guy like Paul Collins. And he had to peach every time, and every time he started peaching, he was going down. He was lucky not to get a yellow card tonight. Uh, it just just never happened because uh, Derek wasn't on that uh, side. Uh, Can you see uh, the yellow card
2: that Barkwell got? I wasn't sure what had happened there.
1: Uh, Barkwell got a yellow card for not rapping.
2: Okay, got but it. That, that, it wasn't in the
1: scrum; it was
0: in the tackle. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that was, yeah, that was late in the second half. I, Houston yeah. basically struggled to get out of their own out of their own half uh, in, in that kind of after that twentieth minute, and eventually uh, the pressure told, and Seattle did kick sticks and, and took three because uh, yeah, the defenses were, were certainly on top in that first half. A, by the fact that, uh, I think both teams were playing a pretty, uh, straight, what, what, not playing with much depth, only playing a single line of attack, uh, and allow, which made the defenses easier for them to line them up. And also the, the, the attacking team, or both sides, uh, started to fumble the ball in that second quarter. Uh, the heat, uh, heat taking its toll. And, uh, and uh, at that point, you think, Ron?
1: Uh, you know, I gotta give all credit to Seattle's defense tonight. They did a stellar job. They worked, I mean, they worked and worked and worked, probably the most work they've done all season, tackle-wise. And, uh, they were able to, there was a point there where Lindsey Stevens went off because of blood. And there was a little confusion in the, uh, in the transfer of personnel in the, uh, in the Sabercat line. And, when that when that uh, knock on from Sumption off that scrum happened, that confusion was still ha- was still in fresh. When Mac picked that ball up, uh, he he capitalized on that, and I really think that that point is, oh, where, yes, uh, is where the Sabercats kind of got it got it put away, where the where Seattle kind of had the ball the the game put away. Yeah, the, it was that
0: it was that first sort of ten minutes after the the after halftime. Um, Tiberio came into the game a bit more in that second uh, in that period. Had a couple of good breaks. Um, it's, got, it's one of your star players, isn't he, Raymond? Yeah, Tiberio's been really good I think uh, he really started to show A lot of uh,
2: brilliance For our team uh, when we played away Against Nola, and I think he had his first try For us, and ever since then we've just been seeing Really good play from him um, I talked to him a little bit after I believe he was in Utah And his ability to charge down On the kickoff, he's always there I mean, he's a really fast player And today he scored, I mean, he knows what he's doing In terms of his timing and being in the right place Um I think it's rare that you get a guy who's so physical a wing. I don't know a lot about rugby, but for me, it's just really impressive to see kind of his physicality from outside. So I'm, I'm really impressed by Typerio. and a little surprised because I
1: yeah, and he's
0: uh, he goes was a warning. He had a good break, and then that line out more. It didn't quite go go to plan, but uh, he, he got uh, he ran the good line uh, and went over. Um, and then a player you. Fit, Oh dear! People dropping glasses. Um,
3: yeah. And, uh, Fo- and t- my former teammate from our, our our old Puget Sound Beach National Championship team, George Foster, like not able to hold on to his drink
0: here. Dear me! During his playing days, I'm sure he could hold on to it much better. Um, but Tony uh, Mac then got and managed to steal the ball
3: um, quite nicely and
0: nip over for a try as well, didn't he? Absolutely the, knock on. the uh, I mean, Phil Mac, as I mean, coach and uh, mistaken as, as captain by the by the interviewer um, but he had a big yeah. influence today and was great uh, both with the referee and also with his play
3: well Mac's an incredible leader okay I mean he you know I, I, I tweeted something out today you know it's going to be hard for me to cheer for him uh, I, I've really become fond of these Canadian players that are playing for the Seawolves uh, Ray Barkwell uh, Phil Mack Brock Staller, a couple of other ones uh, you know just great players Mac is, is one of the best nines I've ever seen and he's a great leader on the field um, and super leader on the field, and he just gets the Seawolves moving forward, and he seems to get the ball in his hands when things pop up, that knock-on that happened from the, uh, I think, in number eight, um, uh, which led to the try. It was fantastic. You, know, you were talking about Tiberio earlier. For me, he was the man of the match. Tiberio has done, has done a super job for the Seawolves. He's, for me, twice man of the match. Today on the wing, you know, create creating some, you know, after that first seawall the, from the fourth to the 10th, 11th minute, Tiberio was the one that created the turnover there. And then him being able to step in in the last 15 minutes and play nine when Mack went off, it's just, a, just a, he just had a great performance today.
1: And I gotta agree. I gotta agree with Tony on that. Tiberio made some tackles on uh, Joshua Vici that probably no one else was going to make on Vici, and that's just yeah. experience there. And it just, it, it just he had stalwart, which is what Tiberio is. And have got, really got to hand it to him; he played a hell of a game. Uh,
0: and the other other name you mentioned there was Vici. Uh, Vici was all over the park in that first half. Uh, you could see him getting frustrated a bit, and perhaps need, uh, and coming and searching for the ball a bit more than perhaps they wanted. There were times when he, when he, sort of, you're thinking, let's get get it to him out wide, and on an overlap, I'm sure he'll he'll be very dangerous. But a lot of in, a lot of industry from him. Well, yeah, I mean, this, he was.
1: The Sea Wolves gave him all the respect they could tonight. They sure did. Yeah, I mean, if they didn't, they knew they were going to get punished.
3: Deservedly deservedly so. Obviously, an incredible player with the ball. I thought the Sabercats were not very industrious. You know, they weren't very generative. You know, it was uh, when they were in the backs, move the balls to the wings and hope for the best. Um, uh, But again, I thought, they, you know, they battled pretty hard, hard up front. Again, the conditions for the for the visitors are tough uh, Grant, I, you know, 20 to 7 was the result. Do you think
1: that's a, you know, you think that's a fair indication of the game or, or, uh. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think or- it is because, because I, I don't think that the Sabercats played their game. They could have split the field more like they did earlier in the exhibition season yeah. and probably, uh, probably challenged the Seawolves a lot more. There's a lot of space in the Sea Wolves backfield that was wet wide open at several times in the game. And the Sea Wolves, uh, it, and why, why the saber cats didn't exploit that? I don't know. Any other time in the year they would have been kicking to that space and been uh, in it. I, why they weren't? I don't. I don't, just don't know. And usually they love to split the field quickly, and uh, they just weren't doing it tonight.
0: Yeah, uh, uh,
1: I'd agree with you. Oh, sorry.
0: The I Edsall mean, was someone that was quiet in that first half, but once we had those two yellow cards, started to get. Uh, we saw sort of saw him a bit. We saw um, Kalenisau try it as well on his own. And it seems to me that Vlitchi, Kalenisau, Estel, were all trying to do things, trying to carry the team on their own shoulders rather than letting the Absolutely. team and the ball uh, beat the player. Uh,
3: not, a not, bit very of the time. not
0: very industrious. The, um,
2: I feel like I saw some kick attempts from the number 10 um, with Houston that just didn't quite go anywhere and exploit the space like Grant was talking about. And I think there were some mistakes where... Seawolves left the door open right on line outs and handling errors and so yeah I think that Houston could have taken some more opportunities and made it a closer score but I, I would say the score reflected what did happen
1: yeah I, and, and I agree I mean there are some times where they should have got out and more and I, you know there were some calls that, uh, you know, that it was a low penalty game. It was under 20 penalties in the game, so you know you really can't call that an issue. Yeah, so hey, it really was a, it really was an accurate game. You know of what it was. If if the Sabercats would have played their game, that split the field game, we probably would have had like a 21-20 game.
0: I agree. And I know Tony. I saw you tweeting, complaining about the yellow cards. Um, but I don't really have any issue with with either of them personally. Uh, but uh, the we, we def, yeah. He, he definitely the first one. He went down. There weren't, there weren't many arms in there, and you're not allowed to to to, to do those chop tackles anymore without any arms. And the yeah, sec- and, that,
1: and the second one was just cynical play.
0: And the second one was cynical play. Yes, on the five metre line. Yeah.
1: Um, no,
3: I'm stuck. I'm not even going to. I just can't even comment. I'm, I'm just. I'm just not going to comment. I mean, I'm wearing blue and green, not black and yellow. But the entire 80 minutes, I was just like, "What? Who's he looking at?" So I mean, that's just the way I. You know, that's that's just the way we were here at talk, What can I tell you? That's just that's not happy about this lost the, the two yellow cards
0: the passion showing through but the uh, absolutely the whilst the the, the obviously the Sabre Cats got their one try during that period apart from that and um, the the seagulls survived that 10 minute or, or 12 minute period extremely well only giving up seven points um a great uh, tap tackle by soniola uh, oh, to save a certain try was
3: that amazing Was that absolutely incredible by Shalom? What a player, too! You know. Oh uh, yeah. The, 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 the fact he caught that fella on the right wing, uh, the ankle tap, just classic, classic, beautiful defensive commitment. Yeah, he took a he took a cleat to the face for it. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Sacrifice. Uh, his wife will be okay. She's right over here. <laughs>
0: No,
2: I, I wanted to uh, add. I wanted to add on uh, the cynical play note with Billy Paulu Tao. I think uh, something I've been learning is that from flankers, you kind of want them flirting a little bit with what could be considered a legal play because you want them in every play. You want them being adventurous, but obviously he took it too far, and you know that's where he got penalized.
0: And if you're going to do that on your five-meter line, that's when, uh, that, 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 that's, when you, happen, that's when that's yeah. when you've got to be careful um, about it and yep. the um, the things. Uh, she tried forcing things a little bit too much at the end, um, but couldn't break it down. I, uh, tried running it out with their own 22, uh, and that was... had some, some poor judgement at that point. But they were chasing the game, so it's understandable, and basically the the, the, the Seawolves managed to see the game out. I must admit, I missed, I missed um, the, the final yellow card uh, for uh, Um but, it's a dangerous uh, tackle. A dangerous tackle, was it? Oh, oh that was the uh, the judo thrown to the ground, I think was the the commentator put it. Um, but three yellow cards in three games, that's not, uh, that's not a good look for him, and he could be uh, seeing some more time off, I guess. A couple of other points I came with. I thought that in that first half, Murray's box kicking was particularly poor. Uh, he got charged down once. The other one... Seemed to, seem to lolly pop up into the other, into the opposition uh, hands, and there wasn't much box kicking in this game. It was left to the to the fly halves to do that. Um, and I think a bit of that, that that could have helped with some of the territory game, get some better box kicking. Um, but this one was, yeah, it was about the shadow defence shutting down the Houston, uh, shutting down the Houston team. Um, any other final players you want to call out in this game?
3: I want to call out the Seattle Six, Eric show This kid, you know, he, he, he was an Air Force captain, played for the Seattle Saracens, went back to ne- Nellis Air Force Base, did some things there, and has come back up here and obviously has a world-class attitude. Was not on the first team, you know, and, and now has been called on for his second start today. He had a brilliant try last week, his first try ever in professional rugby. Uh, his second star today and he was absolutely tremendous. Offensively, defensively, you could tell he's a great teammate on the field, great player, Eric Duchel, congratulations. Captain United States I, Air Force.
2: I wanted to add there about Duschel is uh I thought he was a really young guy. Like I he looks like he's kinda got a baby face. He's actually thirty two. He just turned thirty two. Um, He's an Air Force jet man. He is so physical. His nickname, the Beast. I think he lives up to that. And I congratulated him after the NOLA match. He got his first start in number six, and he just had a huge smile on his face. So it's good to see him come back and really, you know, own that position. I think he's really secured his spot there.
3: And
0: Grant, obviously, you said you were doing the stats for this game. Uh, Any? Yeah, I was doing. I was
1: doing some team stat work.
0: So, uh, any, any players you want to put, call out for sort of uh, particular sort of tackle uh, tackle counts or anything that the, we didn't uh, see uh, The player, the,
1: the player in the SaberCats that had the biggest game was Matt Truville. He really put his life. He really put his uh, body on the line.
0: And the yeah, the lock um, for uh, the number five for, for the SaberCats. Uh,
1: yeah,
0: he, and then Charlie Hewitt,
3: I mean, he, Charlie Hewitt had a rough
1: week. Charlie Hewitt had a rough week. He had to fly to England to go to a family funeral and then come back, and to come into the game in the second half and play. I mean, play as hard as he did. Uh, really, got to give it to him. He he uh, he did a great job. Very impressed with what he did.
0: Yep, a couple of guys in the engine room there from uh, from, from, from Houston. and
3: I, I think Trouville is underutilized in the second row. I mean, the, the modern game is getting out, getting your big forwards, the balls in your head. And uh, I just think Trou- Trouville's a dynamic player. I, you know, I've really liked him ever since I knew him on the Seattle Saracens. Uh, I just thought, I think he's underutilized at four or five. I think he should be in the back row
1: personal thing uh, Truville Truvill is uh, he's one of your best lineout out guys I mean Tony you remember that South African game that you talk about so much the one that changed your direction and what you're doing yeah. do is, like, six, 64-0 2000 but in you that match up, in that match position. yeah but in that match Matt Truville won 75% of the US lineouts. outs he sure did yep that's so, right I mean, that's one thing that Matt Truville does better than anybody else on that team, is he great can win lineouts and throw to him. Great player, great leader.
3: Absolutely. No question. I'd just like to see him more, you know, with the ball in his hand more from the number eight or number six position.
0: But again, once, once we're away from the scrum, the number on your back doesn't necessarily have to define what you have to do. So True. they could easily have him with that five on his back and then say, right, Mr. Trueville, we want you playing out wide on the right or out wide on the left, supporting the wingers in that one-three-one formation we talked about yesterday, uh, and that would give him the space uh, to to get uh, to, to maybe do a bit of that kind of play uh, if you wanted him to. Um, talking of lineouts, though, I thought Houston's lineout wasn't uh, d- didn't quite function today, uh, but their scrum did, and it seems to get. Seattle's,
3: Seattle's lineout was horrific,
1: absolutely horrific. Yeah, I agree. Just, uh, Horrific. Mean, that was one of the shockers of the day. I think when you see the scorecard, you'll be surprised by the numbers. Oh, really? Okay. Tell, tell me, Grant. What do you mean? I don't have it in front of me, but I'll post it up here in a little yeah. bit. I'm, yeah. I'm like okay. uh, ten, ten, 10 yards away from the house. So I'll post say it say hi up when to, I get into the house. To,
3: say hi to Jen at Costa Del Gol, baby. Will do. Fixing it. She's got a Goods Company barbecue waiting in the house for me. I'll bet she does. <laughs> I
2: think another thing at the set piece, uh, Seattle wasn't you know as dominant as they've been in the past. Uh, scrum and lineout. So at, in scrum, I saw Houston getting the nudge where that's not typically what we'd expect from Seattle. Um, we didn't have our starters on today at the props, which you guys mentioned earlier. Metcher and Ollie were off, um, and and I agree with Tony that. The impression I had was our lineouts were horrific, but I'd love to see the numbers on that.
0: Yeah, because I, I thought the I thought the first shadow lineout um, functioned okay, so maybe I'm uh, okay. Got it. According um, so oh,
2: you need it. Oh, you
3: need to you need to raise your standards, man. My, my my notes aren't
0: quite as good as Grant's. I know I, I doubt, but my stats. But um, there we go.
1: Um,
3: that's what you get when you're a neutral supporter, Paul.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, I got to go now. Um,
0: All right. So, guys, okay. uh, check out the Rugby Evangelist. That's where we're going to find those, uh, those those stats, um, no, no, no. probably on Twitter or Facebook. But, um, but yeah, yeah. check out that. Thanks for joining us, Grant, and uh, have a good evening and enjoy that barbecue. Yeah.
3: All right. Thanks, thanks, boys. Thanks, thanks, Paul. Paul, we'll see you tomorrow night. Okay. Thanks, boys. Grant, see you tomorrow night. We'll talk later, man. Cheers. Thank you, everybody. All righty. Have a good night, everybody.